All right. We are back. Welcome with a new Howard Stern News and, and comment, comment upon on the news. Yes. Every time it's different. Gotta try and be a little different, right? A little variety of spice. spice oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Variety indeed. So. Great week. Yes, I I agree. Um, we we did have some guests. Every which, day. Yep. Yeah, um, and uh, and I I think all the guests were pretty compelling. I have to say. Um, yeah. Yeah, kiss. I know you're not a fan of Vegas. I know. No, kiss and and I I uh, think that uh, I'm not. A, I'm actually. I thought Doctor Vegas was very good this week. We can get into yeah. that later on, but. Especially because it was a cloaked veil thing. And, and even Howard knew this, that he was going to talk to him about getting out of the house. So that's great. Yeah. Wow. So, uh, well, why don't we just jump in? Do you think that Howard is going to be stepping out now? I mean, Agus laid it on pretty thick. Yes, he did. And I think that next week or maybe even two weeks, we will not have a show. So he will have time to go out. So hopefully mm, already making predictions on oh, whether yeah. or not the show's gonna be on the air. Well, if if you're a dedicated listener, you would notice <laughs> <laughs> you would notice that for the past three weeks, there's always been promos about the next week, and there was zero point zero talk about the coming week. And he even mentioned that we're gonna be on this for another three years, so we have to drag some of this content out when he was talking about Sal's uh, medium performance or as the, the psychic. Hmm. Well, um, yeah, I never hear those promos because I listen to uh, the download. Um, but that's interesting. No promos, but see a lot of times they promo when they are going to go off because they'll do like some special programming of like, no, you it's know. true. Yeah. So, um, but the one thing I did notice in terms of, of Howard breaking out of prison or whatever, his self-imposed <laughs> exile, is he did mention that Beth listened to Dr. Agus. Yes. So that Huggy is, Howard. <laughs> that, that's right. I, I need to hug you more, Howard. Yes. Yeah. Well, why don't you uh, start with today? She didn't hug him even <laughs> after she said that. You would think that would lead with a hug. So um, I think there was some uh, there's been a kind of subtext that we've picked up on or maybe we've added to of, you know, difficulties in the in the world of Howard and Beth in terms of their relationship. Do you think that uh, Agus and things are better now with the uh, I need to give you more hugs kind of stuff? Well, I think that. Beth needs Howard to start getting out of the house. And the fact she listened during that time, she wants to be that person. Cause I think she's going stir crazy. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I think she's, yes, she's been going stir crazy for right. some time. Um, yeah. I mean, I could say, you know, as funny as I was actually listening to Agus talking about like, you know, the 95% statistic and traveling and all that stuff when I was sitting on an airplane uh. or that was about to take off and, and Agus, you know, basically like, look, you got to go. I fly places. I do this. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Sometimes I give the person who's sitting next to me a test and, and most times people have been cool about it and all this. I mean, it's he he's what he was doing was saying exactly what Howard wanted to hear. He's he's being cautious, yeah. but he's not letting him control him. It's like like that's what he was steering Howard towards. I almost feel like, you know, that's like he understood Howard's psychology so well where he was just like, OK, Howard just needs to feel all right with this. Yeah. And um, and then it'll be okay. Um, I, the question is whether or not Howard is actually going to be okay with it. I don't know. Well, I think one of the points when Agus was speaking to him about how Howard prior to this pandemic, uh, the pandemic also practiced 
behaviors that were very wise and, and smart about how to not contract viral contagions. And that now with his booster schedule up to date and everything that he is doing, just by acting in that manner and just being cautious, he should be fine to, to engage with the, with the outside world at, at the same level as he was before that, you know, he's, he's, he already was taking the next, it's not like he has to change his behavior that much to, to not contract or if he does contract, I mean, you know, I, I don't know how, but I don't know what his immune system is like, or I'm not going to go into doctor type talk, but I'm just saying, I well, think Dr. Agus, Agus, well, I think it's important to note in terms of what you're saying that Agus is like, Howard, if you get it, you'll be fine. You're not going to die. You're going to take the necessary things and you'll be fine. Yeah. Especially with all the, the advancements that have been made with treating of the, of the, well, we're not going to talk about it, but I mean, I think that, Howard needs to be sensible and and stop seizing this opportunity to live his dream. <laughs> so this is this is a lot about what how he wants to live his life and and I don't blame him. I mean, he has such, you know, wonderful places to be and he 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 just does not like that inter he never liked that interaction. There was a very funny uh I guess uh how to uh, approach Howard Stern out in the wild where it was like, you know, don't, don't come up to me. And uh, I mean, it it was almost, you could tell that he embraces the Ringo star version of like, you know, (laughs) peace and love, but you know, no more after May 27th after there will be no, no, it's going in the bin. Yes. Well, (laughs) I think that after COVID, <laughs> there will be no interaction with me <laughs> unless engaged by me. But, you know, we've seen videos of how he was already that way with most people. And, and you know, that's that's fine. I mean, that's just that's that's actually I don't is. know if I've seen those videos. Tell me refresh well, my memory. <laughs> the video of how when. Opie from Opie and Anthony. Remember, we we talked briefly about. Oh, that, we talked about, about how, that, but that's Opie too, though. I know, but it's just anyone in general who who gets in his space or or approaches him without uh, first going through many channels. That is, you know, that that's a that's a no no. Uh, he doesn't like that. You know, it's not it's not just you know, it's not something that you're going to do, and he's not going to respond to it. So. Well, you know, thinking about that, both of us have lived in New York for some time. I mean, that seems so antithetical for like the lifestyle of a New Yorker, right? And people who love living in New York, especially famous people. I mean, famous people who live in New York have a very different attitude than the famous people who live in L.A., for example, right? The people in L.A. are surrounded by those other people in general. Yes. Um, And then the people in New York just go around and they don't care and people in new york treat them for the most part pretty normally sure but uh howard yeah so he's a very famous new yorker though he's basically never there right the last time he was in new york was basically for for bruce Bruce. Mm -hmm. and he's escaped now to and we've discussed this. I don't even know. I assume it's Florida. Yes. But um, but I guess he's still got his he's still got his Palm Hamptons Beach. place. Sure. But basically, he's he and Beth are never in New York. No. And so I'm City. wondering. Yeah, exactly. I mean, so well, I'm, just, I'm just wondering, you know, like, was this his, is this like phase of Howard's retirement where he's like, OK, I don't need to be in New York City anymore. And right. I don't want to be in New York City. There's so many things like he even talks about, like. I mean, for those of you who are listening, who aren't aware of the geography of New York City, where Howard lives is like, you know, um, the beginnings of the Upper West Side, let's say, near close to like Lincoln Center area. And then the McGraw Hill building is where um, the Sirius XM radio is located. And basically, Howard would say many times to how like if he didn't have Ronnie driving him, he wouldn't know how to go there. And sure. just so just for those of you who don't know, it is pretty much a straight line yeah. down. And New York City is a grid. And yeah. it's like this huge building that you could probably 
Well, I know Howard's apartment is probably at the top floor of his building. So I'm sure you can see the yes. Sirius XM building from his house. Right. And um, it's just, it's ridiculous. I mean, in terms of if Howard, like many New Yorkers, would walk, he could probably walk there in 10 or 15 minutes, maybe. Um, but, uh, and, and to drive there probably takes that long. Yeah. It's right by Madison Square Garden. Um, yeah, it's a little east of that. Or, or no, maybe it's I a little, it, it's like one block. Uh, no, it's um, very close. Yeah, it's pretty close. It's pretty close. But those are the, that's really where the avenue blocks get wide. Sure. But um, yeah, anyways, the fact that he doesn't even know, like he's so not a New Yorker in so many ways, but yes. he is so quintessentially New York and for nah. New York people, I and which it, it's this conundrum uh, this dichotomy that I don't really uh, completely understand. And I, and I, it always puzzled me because uh, as Commodore knows, I s- used to spend a lot of time in that neighborhood right. for various reasons w- where Howard lives or lived, I should say. Where he and has actually an, where he has an, has an, has an I mean, where he has yeah, where his apartment is, where he and Beth used to live. Yeah, and in that neighborhood, there's lots of other famous residents that I've seen around, or just whatever walking around when I'm there. Never once seen Howard, though I've seen Beth a couple of times. Um, but yeah, never once seen Howard. I don't think I would. I mean, probably, most likely, though. I there I have seen some of those pictures from back in the day when he used to run in Central Park with his like with his hat and his hair and a ponytail and like you know yeah. just like totally disguised up and right. uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then oh there was always also that's the other thing I used to go to uh, events at Lincoln Center and sure. one of the big ones there was a guy who'd show up every year for one of the big ones. That was notorious because people always mistook him for Howard Stern. Me being one of them. <laughs> oh, you did that that one year? Okay. Oh, yeah. well, I know, I know someone else. Is a, <laughs> yes. An ex of mine did that like two years in a row. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> it was like, oh, it's Howard Stern. And like literally the next year is like, no, this time it, it really is yes, him. I saw is. him. No. I'm like, no, that's just some that's- other all awkward long-haired dude yes <laughs> yeah anyways it, i do think there's something there about howard no longer being a new yorker right. i think he is really happy in not being a new yorker yeah i think even when he had that apartment this apartment was supposed to be this big sanctuary he still has the apartment but sure. i mean it's supposed to be this very you know, special place that makes him, you know, tolerate New York in a certain way. And still, you know, he was always saying about like, you know, wow, New York. I think he's lost that completely now. And yeah. he's he's one of those statistics of the people who, you know, left New York because of COVID. That's him. Yes. Yeah. It took him long enough. Well, yeah. I guess he did it when he was married, but. Um, sure. Yeah, it's anyway. it's just I don't know if he will. I think if if Beth would get tough with him about like, look, if you don't make these steps, I'm sorry, I'm I'm going to have to leave you. Like, I don't know what that conversation is. I don't know if that conversation has even somewhat occurred, but at some point real real soon, that is going to occur. Well, I don't know if we've discussed this, but did Beth sign a prenup? I'm sure she did. There must be something in place. Yeah, right? no, there's definitely something in place. and But that doesn't mean she's still not going to walk away very. I mean, and she doesn't want. And let me stop this right now and, and, and make it Look clear. Look at you. That <laughs> I like, am not. Wait, hold I, do, on. I do not want this to happen because. I mean, Howard loves her more than light. I just think that if anyone like Dr. Agus did his best, Robin has done her best. Uh, 
nobody wait else a second robin has done her but i don't mm-hmm. howard howard uh dominates her in this in this argument oh well, yeah that's because of her pre-existing condition but exactly um, i mean the right. whole conversations about ronnie's wedding and all this stuff i which mean is howard weird. just jumps right on top yeah. of her well, which is weird about that. And he was, I'm not going to miss that. My daughter wants to go out. There. I always told her I'd take her to Vegas. And then all of a sudden that just, it was like Baba Booey with the cum hat. You know, it just, it totally like within a day or two reversed back to his uh, agoraphobia or what have you, you know, I mean, or I, I can't say it's, I don't, I mean, is it really, I mean, if it's agoraphobia, I mean, he needs. I think he's at this point, maybe there was a sense of agoraphobia. I mean, with the whole like concealed carry and all that stuff. But uh, I think his agoraphobia through COVID has just become like a fear of not only people and strangers, but strange places and strange, you know, objects that people are around and whatever, just like anything that he hasn't, it's part of this OCD manifestation. Sure, you know? There you go too. But the fact of the matter is, I think when Beth has this come to Jesus or come to Jesus, whatever, come to, come to something moment. Uh, yeah. He's going to make the decision that he's going to start going out. I, I, I do. I think it's, I think it's just because he loves her so much. And to lose her would that would just crush him. I, I I don't think there's anything in the world more important to him than his relationship with his wife. I do agree with that, but I also agree, and I think that there was this kind of reference to it. There is this Howard Hughesian quality to Howard Stern. You know, he and Hughes and Stern. They're, they're, you know, next thing you know, Howard's going Howie's. to be pissing in bottles and shit. <laughs> you know, I well, don't know. So, and, uh, and the way he's, he's going to be losing even more weight and like, you know, who knows what he's going to do. But I don't want that for Howard. I don't want Beth to leave Howard. I think that, no, yes. It, not at all. I mean, geez, I think if, if Beth left Howard, I don't know what Howard would do. He would no. It would, yeah. It, yeah. He'd 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 lose his grip. He'd lose. Uh, uh yeah. I that would be that would be. I think he. I think he'd just. Yeah. I don't think we we may never we wouldn't ever get the no, show we wouldn't again. Even, what when it would happen? It would just. It, it, he'd that just would get be off. It. Yeah, it'd be, that would be, be off the air, and that'd be, that'd be it. Yeah, we'd get some message. You like you know, Tom Chiasano would come on and. <laughs> This is the general manager of CSXM. Yeah. Due to uh, unfortunate events, we've had to uh, cancel the Howard Stern show. The Howard yes. Stern program will no longer exist on SiriusXM. 100 will now be. And co- thank you, shareholders. Team Coco. Team Coco. Team Coco will take over 100. Now it'll be Joe Rogan while hot 100. Oh, <laughs> My God, please. No, that's exactly no. what it would be. Well, the Joe Rogan. Yeah, well, I, you know, we had speaking of which that's a good transition. Uh, Howard was speaking of Spotify to start off the week about the Spotify AI DJ. Oh, right. Yeah. Have you tried that? I have not. And uh, yeah, it was kind of creepy and uh, I don't have any desire to do that. I don't know. I, I, I don't I want mean, the, I don't really AI understand how it's me. any. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. The, That's the, the whole yeah. thing. Yeah. I mean, like the the one thing that it, the selling point is like, well, 2019 on February, you were loving this song or what? You know, it, it just <sighs> it draws off of your information that you've and it just right. that would to me would just be like okay but that you know. see that's that that's interesting that you bring it up because that means Howard has used Spotify enough for that well I mean or somebody told him about it because he's really into this AI thing yeah no but in order for it to work it's gonna have to tell you what you've been listening to which means you had to have been using it right well I'm not but it I don't necessarily think that those feeds were taken off of his phone or what uh, have you. might have somebody on the saying. staff yeah 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 you yeah. know I don't, I don't know if they would yeah I don't think somebody he, showed it to him maybe Chris Wilde, thinking, Wilde I don't know what or it's John not Laura anymore does he still have does Who's he that? still have Laura? I don't they know. used to always talk about his assistant, Laura. 
And she never came on the air, but they always talk. I don't know that I would assume he doesn't have a Laura now because he doesn't associate with anyone. Um, (laughs) It's like, yeah, he's got it. And the other thing, too, is that, I mean, this whole took us thing is just uh, (sighs) such a, a stern doggle. I don't know. I, I, exactly. Yeah. It is. I mean, I he keeps mentioning it like and and Robin's just like, oh, oh Robin, now it's gonna be in my, to my Oh God. It's just such a wank fest. I mean it is. And he, then, I then mean, like that... Richard Christie's the one I, I I'll give Christie the credit Richard Christie the credit. If that track sounds good, it's because of Richard's drums holding it together so they sound like a real band. Otherwise, it would just be this wanky guitar playing right and just like for no reason and bad backing vocals yes i mean actually again you can hear richard on it richard's holding it down rich i mean of those people richard's the real musician sure kawiki uh, nwiki kawiki wasn't that the kid in uh um what Jerry Maguire, Kawiki. Anyways, yeah, uh, the, when the the head weighs the, whatever pounds, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's Steve, head. Steve Nowicki as a kid. Anyways, uh, yeah, he's just wanking away on the guitar, not even really doing. I mean, it's it's really just yeah, and and it's just weird. I'd wonder yeah. what the other songs. I mean, when yeah, and then he plays man. the other loser stuff. Yeah, when when are we going to hear the uh, the what what is it? The Metal Musical Man. Metal Musical Man. Yeah, which is next song. Next song. Yeah. He's hiding. And the it worst up. was that uh, he he brought in. Uh, I guess I, I need to start listening to Thursdays to uh, John Lieberman uh, when he he's he talked to him about uh, talk. He talked to a music producer, and the music producer was like. Wow, is that an Alice in Chains cover? <laughs> oh, right, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I remember. But who was who was that producer? That's what I want to know. That's yeah. they noticed they didn't say the name. They just are like, no, is this then something or I, they did say his name, but it wasn't like they didn't give him it. I mean, I, that's why I need to listen to the show because that. Well, I mean, do you, do you remember when they would do like battle of bands, right? Where they would. <laughs> They'd invite whatever celebrity had a band. They'd invite no, them on right. to challenge the losers, <laughs> and they'd have the judges on. And the judges would be like, "Oh my God, Howard, we've we got to release this song immediately! Like this is <laughs> incredible." I mean, like you know, they yeah. know how to. I mean, yeah. and let's be honest, especially these days, record producers. I mean, okay, I don't want to go off on the topic too much, but unlike. Let's say the time uh, uh, 30 years ago right. when Allison Chains is putting out a record. That yeah. was four dudes who lived in Seattle that got together, wrote some songs. Maybe one or two of them together wrote the songs and they released it. Now, if a, a re- major record label is putting out something that there's songs, there's like 50 to 100 people on the songwriting credit. That's OK. True. That's that's how it works now. It's an industry. It's. Just like Hollywood, where everybody it's art by committee. It's mm. no, no. I mean, and and this is something Howard rails about all the time and talking about like America's Got Talent and all those yeah. shows. It's like they don't write the songs. Yeah. He's right. They don't. But but right now, that's the way the industry is, at least in the for the most part in the mainstream, the big commercial stuff, which is the stuff that record producers like that are going to get involved with. So they're just a bunch of. Um, you know, as Jello Biafra would call them, they're a bunch of uh, tin-eared graph paper brains. Nice accountants instead of music fans. All go. right, so if you're a dedicated listener, if you anybody n- knows what that reference is, you should definitely email us and Uber let Alice. us know. Right. <laughs> let us know. Uh, but uh, yeah, I, you know it's. It took us, whatever. I mean, it is called took us. Uh, I mean, it, okay. So let me let me transition segue this way. Uh, this is why I liked the Kiss interview. Okay, because look, Kiss is they're they're like a comic book band. They're like a cartoon sure. band, essentially. Absolutely, but, they had their own cartoon, and they had their own comic books, right. and they you know had costumes and action figures. 
and freaking whatever you get the the casket the coffin the credit card whatever it is i mean i i understand that and they embrace it sure and they're not acting any different than that fact i mean there are moments where like you know power to be like well gene do you do you like feel driven like that you need to be like in the top 10 of bass players and and Gene Simmons is like, well, you know, once in a while you get that compliment from from Jimmy. Jimmy Page told me, oh, well, you really could uh, you could go you could go toe to toe with with John Entwistle. Yeah, and it's like, <laughs> come on, Gene. Yeah, really? You know, yeah. I mean, look, there's some tasty licks in there, but he's no, you know. He's he's like Gene Simmons at his best is like a poor man's Phil Linnet. And uh, that's about as deep as I think I should go in my musical references for the rest sure. of the show, perhaps yes. for the rest of this podcast in its entirety. <laughs> but um, yeah, anyways, uh, Phil Linnet, by the way, bass player for Thin Lizzy, songwriter for Thin Lizzy, incredible player. Um, but uh, yeah, Gene, though, says that when he's he allows himself to repeat someone else's compliment of him right and then (laughs) and then he says but you know what we're really going for we can get those accolades we can get the star on the walk of fame we can show up for the rock and roll hall of fame and this hall of fame and that thing but really the greatest thing is when those fans fans. buy their tickets Uh, yes and those fans use our credit card yes yeah, exactly. I mean, that's uh, you know this this uh, or Central European or Eastern. I don't even know where exactly. Um, but whatever it is, came to capitalist America and uh, and saw Superman, like he mentioned, and then was like, "Okay, this is what I'm going to do." Good for him. He is yeah. what he is. I do believe that they provide some. Um, uh, you know, they provide a service to their fans. Absolutely. Their songs, they 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 did kind of find their niche and create their niche, and they exploited their niche, and they exploited their fans, and exploited their niche, and exploited and, their fans over. I mean, yeah, yeah, and that's uh, you know, but I don't think they're shying away from that fact. No, and and the fact of the matter is, they busted their ass for many years playing shitty ass clubs that might have caught on fire for many, you know, for many years. So, you know, they were they were they were putting in the work, and and Tower talks about that in the interview, and it's true with bands today or people today. I mean, they don't, you know, and that's when he was talking about the uh, these people who who uh, come, and this was last week more so than anything else. I guess he didn't really bring it up when you're speaking to them, but he was just, you know, very, there's, it's a different time. And th- th- that group is a different representation of a different period of time in music. And I think he celebrated that they're still around. And I think a lot of his listening audience celebrates that fact and, you know, are going to go see him this summer or what have you. And uh, I think that's great. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. And, and I, I think they, Look, and Paul Stanley and Gene Simmons are both storytellers. Yes, great. They want to tell their stories and and that's their salesmen um and that's what they're, you know, they're built for a show sure. like Howard's. And um and and yeah, I found it to be like a, you know, exactly what it what it should have been. And sure. I thought that was great. Um and those guys aren't spring chickens. Gene Simmons is 74. Wow. You know, it's uh, Paul Stanley's 70. They're on the stage rocking it. That's um, fantastic. Yeah. And 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 um, it is what they, you know, they, okay, here's, here's how I'll sum it up in terms of what I expect and what is, if you're a fan of any band, whether it's Bruce Springsteen or like last week we were talking about The Who, whatever, right. or if it's Kiss, if they're, if you're a band that you're a fan of or whoever it is, is coming on Howard, right. it's going to be something for the books for you. And something yeah. is going to be 
I mean, I can tell you um, someone, an ex in my life, huge Pearl Jam fan, okay, hates Howard, just like despises the show. But she was on a road trip somewhere, has Sirius XM, and I was like, hey, Eddie Vedder is going to is going to be interviewed by Howard. And she listened to that interview was just like, oh, my God, that was like the greatest thing. Howard is incredible. And um, that's just the what that's what you expect from Howard. And Howard gets it because he is that fan, too. He tries to put himself into that situation. Doesn't always come off when he's interviewing my chemical romance or whoever the fuck is the flavor of the month, whatever. Um, Sometimes it comes off as false. But, you know, nonetheless, I bet if you were a Lizzo fan or my Chemical Romance fan, you probably love those interviews so much. Yeah, absolutely. Because he celebrates them for who they are and he he celebrates their fans for loving them. And he tries, just like he was saying about whenever he would go out with a girl, if she had a nice belly, he would focus on that when he was fucking her. Or if uh, she had nice feet or a nice forehead, he always found something that he could focus on so he could get his dick hard. So he does the same thing. <laughs> he does the same thing in his interviews. Oh boy. Okay. I well. mean, you know, he was talking about that a lot about how he leaves his leg out because he has nice feet and he is with that. <laughs> yeah, no, I know what you're talking about. But it's yeah. yeah, wow. Well, you know, I think well, and then the flip side of that though, which is definitely true, is there are times where some of these people that Howard does actually dig, and I think this is when it comes through when he actually really digs oh, somebody. Yeah. Is mm-hmm. is that they they branch out to a whole different fan base? Yeah, that clearly happened with Lady Gaga multiple times on the Howard Stern show. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think it's I happened with that. Pink, yes. and with some of these other people who've been on. Where, like, or or um, what's his name? Um, oh God, like the big Harry the big, Styles. Harry Styles, thank you. Yeah. Like when I'll tell you what I never listened to a moment of Harry Styles music knowingly. Until that, I saw him do Sledgehammer. I was just like, whoa. And his band is awesome. And oh, and I could watch on the video. Oh, all those people. I know her from this band. And I know this girl from that band. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. You know, this guy's actually got some real people playing for him. And he's a real musician. And uh, Howard, you know, gave him that moment to say those things. Um Absolutely. Yeah, Absolutely. and that's what Howard does well, and that's why people want to be on the show. Yeah, why? Why wouldn't you? I mean, I, I, uh, yeah, anyone would want. And what's interesting is there was a promo this week where they have this story, like the two sides of Howard Stern, and you know he talks about all the the fart jokes and everything, and then the great interviews, like it was going back and forth. It's like two Howards, you can have them both or have one or the other. So that plays right into. So there, you know, there's a. Whoa, what was this promo meant to promo? The promo, the fact that, hey, I guess it's okay if you only listen to the interviews, or it's okay if you don't listen to the interviews and you just listen to the. It just seemed like it was promoing the fact that Howard is two Howards. There there are two Howards. There are two Howard Stern shows. I guess what I'm asking is. What was the purpose of the commercial and the airtime and who were they marketing to? Because I would assume this was on Howard 100 or 101. 101. So you're already you're already listening to Howard. Right. And they're telling you this? I guess so. I don't know if it plays on other stations. It may. But, uh, yeah, but I don't why would you waste? I mean, I don't know. It's just. Yeah. I'm just saying. I don't know. I think actually this is just something I was thinking about in general. And I I think in our current media saturated climate right now, especially with like streaming and things like that. Like I like the fact that I tell you when I listen to Howard in the show, which is long enough, I never hear any commercials. I never hear right. any of the promos, but anything I'm streaming on TV or there are podcasts I've listened to. There's There's certain podcasts that are pretty good that they do like a commercial break, like, I don't know, every yeah. 10 minutes or so. Sure. And it's the same commercials every break. Yeah. In the same order. Uh, absolutely, absolutely stupid. I yeah. don't understand. Like, I'm just like, okay, why would you do this? And why wouldn't anybody just skip this? 
Why would you advertise Howard on the Howard channels? So you stay a Howard Stern listener, I guess. Maybe you might have been. I don't know. I mean, I, I understand I promoing like stuff that's coming up to get yeah. people to keep listening. Sure. But I don't understand. That's like, oh, that's like subscribe to Sirius Satellite. You're on Howard 100. You're already subscribing. Why would you tell them to? I mean, I, yeah, it yeah, just I, seems seems like a waste of time. I think if you just were like, oh, we don't have content, so let's make some commercials to fill up content time. I don't know, but uh, or like maybe said, maybe it. that's unsold uh, advertising time, essentially. That's probably what it is. You know, they don't have enough ads for whatever the newest dick pill is or whatever. That, <laughs> what are they? I don't even know what they advertise. Um, the oh, wait, but actually there was. And Jason Kaplan's skin. I was listening when I was listening live one. Uh, I wish I could remember this, but there was a commercial for something. And then their competitor's commercial was right afterwards. <laughs> and it was like, don't go with our competitor. To, you know, don't try one of these other things. Try us. It's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> like, who's who's selling these ads? Like, like does well, that person who was the, know, does, does company A that had the commercial on first know that you're doing this to them? Like, that's, I mean, it's <laughs> a good question. Well, and that leads to something else that was interesting that I caught in uh, the uh, airing of Sal's asinine behavior over the years as a member of the Howard Stern team was when Howard goes after basically the time that uh, Sal told John Stewart that he wasn't funny, that he <laughs> that he decided from that point forward that he had to put together a structure of, of the way that things had to go forward and stuff. And I thought, hmm. I wonder if that was around the time we had the PowerPoint. <laughs> oh, wow. The way, oh, we're the referencing that. that huh? Oh, wow. What was that called? What did they call that? The uh, there the was pelican. a the pelican. The pelican. Because <laughs> he looked, they say it looks like a pelican. <laughs> the pelican brief. Right. With all of Howard's typos <laughs> and misspellings. Oh, man. And the, oh, what that, that was just, oh. Yeah. Anyway, but okay, it was just, wait, wait, was wait, wait. Uh, have we talked about the Pelican Brief on the actual shit on this podcast? We've, we've referred to it. I think it's so. Okay, just in case somebody doesn't know, just sure. give a give a short uh, explanation. Well, You're the one you, who told me about it, so okay. I well a video of a conference or a bringing together of the Howard Stern Show occurred. In the McGraw Hill building, you can see the emblem on the podium, McGraw Hill Education, whatever. And they were having a, uh, a coming to the minds about how the show was going to go forward. And it was all of these things. Howard, first of all, spends about 20 minutes explaining how he even came up with this idea and showed a picture of his office with big post-it notes and and just to show that I guess he works about thinking about the show or something. I don't know what that was about. That's usually when I turn it off because it's just it's so boring. But in any event, the 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 whole reason raison d'être of the entire uh, presentation was to get the the A-list celebrities to do interviews that they wanted to have two minor celebrities and one big celebrity, which made me think about that this week, because that's kind of this was like a PowerPoint week because you had to be celebrities or I mean, I don't know, Jay Farrell. I mean, yeah, I, or I mean, Dr. Agus might be, but he was on Sunday morning on CBS. So I guess he's and he has these shows, etc. So he's probably a B celebrity. And then you have Kiss, who's you know, this a list type thing. So my, my point is, uh, wanted, I don't know that kiss is a list, especially in the year 2023. I don't know that I can I, say okay. that. All right. Well, in any event, it was following that model to a degree, or at least the way he was hyping it that, you know, kiss is, I mean, like all last week, etc. It just seemed that this week was a uh, carbon copy of what he wanted in that PowerPoint where he wanted Two minors. And then, you know, then there was all this stuff about the staff needed to 
make all these fake Twitter accounts and and tell publicists all these various things about how being on the show means money for their client and why do you go here? You should go at, you should go to the Howard Stern show and he had this whole thing about Billy Corgan, which was really weird. And I, anyway, so that was that's and Pearl Jam. He kept mentioning Pearl oh, Jam. Oh, see, I I, yeah. I never watched the whole thing in entirety because it's it's really hard to watch if you're. Well, yeah. And and the one thing we should note is this was um, very clandestinely uh, recorded. Yes, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. This was not put out for. And according to Shuli, there were internal things that occurred as a result of this release and that, you know, there were good cops and somewhat bad cops. And then I guess Baba Bowie was like the, the worst of them all. And he really laid it, laid the law down. Oh, I'm not surprised by that at all. Yeah. I mean, that, that there's one thing that dude understands about Howard is his loyalty. And yeah. he's, he's a good soldier. For, Absolutely. For Howard, for sure. Um, but okay, just in case someone wants to, what what would you search for on YouTube to find this? I think if you put in Pelican Breath, if it, it would come up, and you're not going to watch a just, Julia Roberts Denzel Washington movie from 1993. Oh, that's true. Um, I guess you would put in Howard Stern. I I, I could look now, it up, maybe but, okay, yeah, probably could, yeah, I, Howard yeah. Stern PowerPoint or something. Yes, PowerPoint. Uh, but somebody just did a. For for uh, days or maybe now it's probably been about two weeks ago. Did a uh, they they edited it and they they made it better with uh, focusing in. They they did some digital work on it and re and reposted. Oh wow! It. You have to send me that link, and I, I think will. maybe we need to tweet that out on our. Uh... I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't like. I said okay. Maybe we shouldn't I, tweet it out. We don't want. No. We don't want to attract the wrong attention. No, we are not. We are not. Yeah. No, I, I don't. I listen. I think it's great what he's done with the show and how he's moved it. And he knew he had to to switch, I think, uh, just in his own evolution as a person and as evolution of, of what he wanted in his legacy, as you can see in his last you know book uh, and who he is in this stage of his life. So I I'm. I, I don't see why, because it is such a bad presentation that the, the whole point is that it's just to make fun of Howard and, and the fact that he. But I, I I mean, that's amazing that he even did that. And like the, the fact that it got out is just I think it, it somebody betrayed him at some level because of their own shit. And I don't like that. I don't like that, considering how loyal he's been to that horse tooth jackass. I mean. You know, I don't, I, and yeah. Anyway. Well, weren't they accusing your, your buddy Shuli of that? Uh, he said that there was talk, but he, you know, he, 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 he seems to, stay, I don't know. I'm, I'm totally done with listening to any of his stuff because all they're worried about is uh, uncle Rico and I, you know, John Melendez or stuttering John. I mean, I'm so over, I don't know. It's just, just like this, it's just like, you know, th this whole thing on social media is just about owning each other or something. I, and it's just not it. Uh, it just doesn't fascinate me more than just a couple watches or what have you. And then I'm all, I, I'm not I just don't want these like, you know, beefs to look at. Uh, yeah. Anyway, well, it was it was certainly entertaining long before social media when Howard was doing it to John DeBella or whoever, the grease man or Bruce. <laughs> 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 <I don't know. laughs> Anyways, what 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 do you got bullet point wise? Have we even hit oh, any man. of this? Wow, we we've I mean, uh I had this whole thing planned about the psychic game, which we were gonna do, but that's not gonna happen. Yeah, I listened to that by yeah, I mean okay. it's hard for me not to listen when it's playing. Right, I gotta like show but anyway, yeah, okay. All right, okay. You were told well, okay, I I kind of remember it because it's I mean, it was surprising, right? Like there were didn't there's never really a correlation. That's why this thing makes you know, those games do so well because it's like, oh yeah, I'll talk to Hitler for you. And then there's like somebody who's yes, like, I, right. I won't talk to uh the best one. Yeah. The best one that I liked was the guy who was describing JFK's cock. That was amazing. <laughs> yes. He it's was like, so willing. Not veiny. It's yeah. round and smooth. It's not really? It's not veiny. <laughs> that was my favorite. <laughs> um 
But uh, the thing that I, I thought was was from Monday was Angry Alice's uh, uh, diatribe about uh, angry. I mean, the King of All Blacks, which was which was funny, but also disturbing. Uh, yeah. Alice, uh, man. Well, oh, you know uh, who called in this week? We hadn't heard from from a long time. And uh, it's not Justin Bieber. It's what? I, you, oh, high register. High register Shawnee. Yes. Wow. <laughs> oh, man, that dude. Man. It's definitely not had, had nothing to do with Justin Bieber, though. No. Never. Definitely not. <laughs> no, it that is every- just I mean, it is just insane how that how that occurs. The dude literally just this caller's just like, yeah, I wanted to ask you about Justin Bieber. OK, goodbye. <laughs> just like it is the worst kryptonite. <laughs> I register Sean, man. It's just whoa, Shawnee. Uh <laughs> yeah i i was uh no yeah. there was one thing he referenced which i thought was which i ended up just randomly seeing on my social media feed which was this these guys who uh spent like thirty thousand dollars on some like uh laser beam thing so they could prove that the uh earth was indeed flat and oh, then they, yeah, and they like documented it and then they're like oh yeah, I guess it's not flat. It's just so funny because it's just like, wait a second, no, wait. So we can't see you. So we're not seeing you at all. Like, can you like jump up and down and like? Can you point the lot? Oh, oh, we see it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. I mean that. Yeah. Um, the other thing was that I I have written here about Monday's show was that uh, the the grossest show moment, which was uh, elaborated upon on Tuesday, uh, it was voted that Sal jerking off to his aunt while she was taking a shit. Is oh wait wait wait, those weren't the gross. These were creepiest. Oh creepiest, creepiest. Sorry. So Sal's sorry. on that yeah, list, sorry, yeah. of course. Ronald Mund, yeah, and his parents having a threesome, right. And then JD with the peanut butter. Oh, J- butter. oh yeah, with, with, with kissy fur. Kissy fur. Yes. <laughs> and then they brought in on the next day, some listeners updated it about, about how about Gary talking about how he looked oh, at uh, the cum and on then the, the, on there the was poop. some song, was a song, too, yeah. a song parody. Oh, jeez. And then oh. Richard uh, having that apparatus with the paper towel, the used paper towel and the lube and everything. Uh, yeah, I mean, couch. let's be honest. If they were actually going to do this contest with staff members, Richard's going to Yeah, Richard. We, I at, mean, at he's some just, point, if you, yeah. At some point, quantity destroys, you know, yes. in terms of quantity event, and, yeah. and quality. I mean, yes. it's, it's as gross as it gets. And yes. he's done it a million times. And he will do it a million more times more. Yeah. He's like learned if nothing you challenge from... him. Yes. If you yeah, challenge him nothing. to get grosser, he will. Yeah, exactly. And we've seen Christy Christie will just be like, oh, oh yeah, it's fine. That's how we're being. I mean, not how. That's, just, that's, yeah, that's Richard. Richard. He's that's just Richard. a crazy. He's a crazy boy. Yeah. But <laughs> um, the other thing was from Monday's show was and, you know, God bless Howard. And I know that a lot of things uh, resolve or revolve around cock talk, you know, which is something I'd, I'd rather not hear. But like his obsession on Jay Farrow's cock and then and then Pete Davidson's like right there after and then having a Pete Davidson call, like, come, man, you, you I don't know, man. You know, I know you only look at reluctant lesbian sites or whatever for your porn, but, you know, I. <laughs> Seduction. It's, it's, that's his. That's what he searches for now. Oh, that's right. Keyword. Not reluctant. Sed- yeah, seduction. Right. And I, I just don't think like so many things that, that Jay Farrell was talking <laughs> about were interesting. And, and I thought Jay Farrell was was very engaging and and fun. And, and it all kept going back to his. I mean, there was, you know, it's just about his cock, you know, for so, and it's just kind of like, all right, you know, let's just. Well, because Howard really wants Pete Davidson on the show and he wants to talk to him about all that stuff. And this is the closest that he got to it. And so uh, and and also Howard wishes he could do impressions like that, too. He loves impressions. Amazing impressions. Amazing. Okay, worst impression he did do, though. And and I thought this was kind of 
bad production on the show side is like they had him do all those impressions and they included his Pete Davidson impression, which yeah. is probably his worst. Yeah, most and the, definitely. And the other person who does the Pete Davidson impression is not great at it, but does it better no. than better sure. than Jay. Right. But some of those, uh, uh, my favorite is when he just busts into, just totally randomly busts into his Richard Dreyfus impression. Which oh, I yeah. That was great. No, that was, yeah, because about spitting gold <laughs> coming out. It was like, yeah, Dreyfus was, yeah. <laughs> That was that and was that, great. And and Dreyfus is a kook, man. I would imagine that he would have he could do some really good stuff with it. I mean, not, not everybody probably knows that how much of a kook he is, but uh yeah. Um the other thing that I had from Tuesday was um I think it was kind of interesting about uh how Ronnie uh uh reached into his ass and brought out a a, a hardened piece of shit. But like having that person call about the impacted stool for like it was oh, like 15, oh, 15 yeah, minutes. Yeah, yeah. Man. No, I couldn't no, yeah, just move. move on, please. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That was one of those. Yeah. Maybe that's why they had to put that promo on. You were talking. I guess about, so. Because yeah. that that was now they're like, then, well, you know, there's interviews on the other channel. Maybe, yeah. uh, you know, that maybe that's what they're going for. Maybe that they'll have it so that they'll counter program. That's what yeah. they should do. But if you're if you're grossed Power out on one hundred, then yeah. you switch to one hundred one. Right. If you're bored on one hundred one, you switch to the yes. same show. He goes back and forth in the same show. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> like there's, you know, coming up next, Howard will be back on with interviews. And then on one hundred one, <laughs> up next, Howard will stop talking about impacted shit and go to interviews on yeah. Howard one hundred. But exactly, uh, yeah. So you mentioned about his fitness. This was on Tuesday, and also. I thought it was kind of sweet and also, I mean, just showing the, the struggle that Howard's having with his mother and this burst pipe issue up up in New York, where he goes to AI suggestions about how to cheer up a 95 year old woman. And then he went down like those bugs with the flowers. Oh, with the food, like I mean, just everything. Like, yeah, I yeah, remember yeah. touching your feet once. Oh, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. You should give her a massage. Yeah. Oh man, so uh yeah, Chat GPT didn't help him out with that. Um the other thing that I had was that uh I was not as impressed by Sal's wife appearance on Tuesday as I was in the past. It was it was a weak weak performance, but Sal's work history, my goodness, Maron. I mean, jeez. Uh, Robin's right to think that. I mean, the fact that he still has employment there is I mean, it's amazing. It's amazing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, how did he? you? Know, yeah. <laughs> I mean, just the John Stewart thing, like right there. Yeah. I mean, that, there's so many. I mean, it's just. Yeah. And the, the last couple thing is, I mean, of course, uh, his fascination with Prince Harry continues what what he's up to, which, you know, whatever. Yeah, I thought uh, the audiobook Prince Harry was pretty weak. Yeah, it's been better in the past. Uh, I did. Uh, like his talk with about about George Harrison uh, about the songs that he came up with before he left out, and we got hit with the Hind during that. <laughs> ah, yeah, with John Hind coming in and correcting. You know, him. he was walking out of that when he came up with him. No, really, hit him with a Hind. <laughs> John Hind, and then he's not had- only a Happy Days expert; he's a Beatles expert, and he's not and- only a Beatles expert. He's an expert on fast food straws. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, (laughs) on fast food ice, sonic ice. Yes. (laughs) I have yet to experience the sonic ice. I must. uh, Well, the sonic near me. It doesn't melt. I don't know how to explain it, Howard. It just doesn't melt. It's like pellets. (laughs) And what I did appreciate, and I wish there'd be more talk about, is Howard's talk about how uh, her tits can't be shrunk. I look. That oh, Katy Perry? No, no, Robin's tits. That like oh, she would try oh, to get oh, reductions yeah. or like yeah, yeah, yeah. Tits are gonna stay <laughs> like your <laughs> the Atlantic Ocean and your tits are my two greatest accomplishments. No one will. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Oh wow, yeah. But I think he segued in that from because he was talking oh, about yeah, Katy was. Perry. That this he was like. With that the, what Ozempic drug, discussion, yeah. whatever the 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 drug that makes you lose weight, and he was like, "Yeah, how 
Katy Perry's lost all this weight. But her tits. I don't yeah. know what Howard's talking about, though, to be honest, because sometimes stuff like that is a little weird, man. I mean, come on. What Howard wants an anorexic woman yes. with big tits. Yeah. Like when, when I don't know, you don't look at porn sites probably, but I do. And they always have these like things where it'll make I'll make you come like in a second. And they're these animatronic like characters. It's not it's not even like real porn or like you play a game with it. And it's always these women that are like like a zero with, you know, Z tits, you know, and it's like, what the fuck? I mean, you know, anyway, what do you you mean they're animatronic? I mean, mean, oh, animated, animated. They're they're, they're digitalized. They're like cart. They're the cartoons. Okay, cartoons. Okay. I mean, I don't. I I have watched porn and um, but I don't watch cartoon porn. Well, I don't either, but it's always saying it's always, you know, it's always at the bottom before I want to get to the next. Like, I want to look through the entire catalog of what I'm looking for. And then there's the, you and the Howard, bottom man. Is, well, you gotta yeah, that, I mean, I, you got to type in that seduction reluctant. No, 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 I'm not into that. But anyway, uh, you're more yeah, you're so, more a Gary, like teen anal guy. No, how about that? Reference, teen no, anal. I know the house. Gary have a job after that, dude. Think about that for a second, right? They were like, it, this was like a decade ago, at uh, least, if not longer. And, and it was uh, like, you know, like Gary's basically, well, both. If you go on and, and, and say you want like uh, whatever kind of pulling you into, you can type in teen anal and uh, it'll come. <laughs> it's like, I just, what? I mean, the, the lowest I will go is college student. That's it. I mean, like, that's it. I mean, I do not do teens, but only dude, college students. Teen, so. it would be bad enough. No, and teen's then it's awful. teen anal. Anal. Jesus. Hey, baby. It's Flirty Gary. All right. So it's Bobo time. Well, Bobo time, really? Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, and I heard something on Howard 101 this week that was hilarious. The time that Bobo called up and forgot that his phone was still on, and uh, he was talking while the phone was on, talking about how he was such a douche on the show, and that his wife is gonna like divorce him. His 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 kids are gonna like disown him because he was just so dumb on the show. He's like, bad Bobo. Bad. He was like, I remember that. Yeah. Now. And, then, and, and, and then he's like somehow talking about uh, anthropological. He was like looking at his, uh, some vocabulary that he was supposed to use. And he's like, I don't oh, know yeah, he used to do yes. word of the day. Yes. But, but he was looking at more and you could hear him. <laughs> like like, he'd like skip ahead. Yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> Bobo. Boom. Okay. Steve from Florida. How Howard? Uh, <clears throat> we know you're a fantastic. You are not only the king of all media. I would say you're also you are the king of all managers. The king of media management and management of your team. Uh, and I know that you are a great leader, just like your second in command, uh, Mr. Delabate. I see you leading your team. And I was wondering uh, when you uh, choose to uh, communicate to your team, do you? choose to uh to lecture to them using <laughs> quasi or keynote or powerpoint your thoughts <laughs> howard it has come to my attention that in these past few weeks that you have been very very concerned about your mother ray My question to you is, would you have rather she died or before your father, or are you happy? (laughs) (laughs) Do you think you would have complained as much or had to care as much 
if your father was a lie and <laughs> your mother had passed, your thoughts? I don't know what that was so off the cuff, and I don't. That's not. That's kind well of, off the cuff. It's always off the cuff. Yeah, that was. I just. I mean, there's a side of me that. I mean, just imagine if it was the roles were. I don't know. Maybe I've even said that question before without Bobo, but um, how different would it be? I mean, you know, there's probably thirty percent, twenty, no, maybe fifteen percent of show content each week is probably dedicated to the situation that he's dealing with with his mother. Wouldn't you agree? Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, I, here's what what I'll say is that. Um, Oh, geez, why am I blanking on her name? A Howard's sister. Yeah, no, that that was also what brought me because what she said about say it, repeat. Uh, go ahead. Elaine, isn't it? No, Ellen. Ellen. Ellen, sorry, yeah. What did Ellen say? Ellen was like saying something to to Howard about yeah, or she confirmed his thoughts, like, yeah, he really didn't have a very good opinion of you. Like there was something to right, that right, 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 right. Because yeah, well, that's what I think. I think the dynamic, quite honestly, in the part that Howard's not saying, yeah. though he says it in a certain the quiet way, part out loud, yeah, is is um, Ellen was closer to Ben, right, and Howard is closer to Ray, yeah, and Howard's just, actually, I mean, the, the, Ray's saying Beth's my best friend. Not, but she's not like Ellen is my best friend. She doesn't say that. Go. No, she's not. She's not talking about that at all. And you know, uh, but it was just interesting the way that Howard then deconstructed his relationship with his father about saying like, "Look how horrible of a life he had," and then he talked about American parents in general. So, I think that uh, the he's done the work with that, and I think he's more at peace with that. But I also wonder if his mother had gone first. I mean, that would, I think that's going to be another really hard thing on Howard. I mean, you know, I don't know. Oh, yeah. And, well, I mean, no, just, I think he's getting prepared for it right now. Right. Of course. True. Uh, I mean, but, but one thing that you mentioned real briefly there that I thought was something that hasn't really been said or Howard hasn't really said on the air before is his discussion of kind of the envy or jealousy that that Ben had towards Howard. Right. Um, I think in the past, he's definitely sort of said, you know, yeah, Ben, yeah, he's proud of me for my achievements in radio. But yeah, on some level, he's kind of like, what is this idiot? How did he get this? Da, da, da. But for the first time this week, he basically was like, you know, hey, I Ben in his mind was like, I didn't have any loving parents. I didn't sure. grow up with this kind of loving. Right. Thing. Why should my well, his mother loves him? So why? why should I, yeah. I, yeah. What, yeah why does he need that? I. Yeah. What, what? What does he need that from me? You know. And um, I think that's a real breakthrough for Howard. I honestly, that's yeah. And I mean, that's I, a I, way I for him to. That question was kind of morbid and just ridiculous. I mean, I think it was yeah. certainly apropos for something that Bobo would would say. I mean, yeah, showing up at a birth yeah, of a yeah. child. Yeah, true. But I, I don't know. I think that question was more something that that mull, that I was mulling, you know, with, uh, you know, just this week and and hearing that side of him processing that on. I mean, uh, for us, I had never heard that before where he processed it that distinctly and you could tell work had been done. Yeah. Yeah. Because I mean, that, that those, those insights don't come in that order that quickly at that time. You know, I mean, this is something that he's uh, he's worked on and um, that's a really, I mean, that was really healthy the way he did that. And uh, it's kind of contrary to a lot of the unhealthy. I mean, maybe, maybe uh, I don't know, maybe some of this stick on air is uh, just a, uh, for us and maybe he is he is fine with some of it or maybe you know he's safe with this kind of stuff because he doesn't joke about really his uh his is not going out so maybe he can joke about this stuff and talk about this stuff because in in his mind or in his heart he's 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 resolved it or he has done the work so i yeah i definitely think he has and uh yeah you know your bobo question it's uh 
I don't know. I mean, it's as stupid as any of the other Bobo questions, right? <laughs> no, but I just, I mean, I don't uh, wish anybody dead. Yeah, I'll, I'll do it. I'll do a substitute Bobo question for you. Okay. Uh, Howard, uh, if you had access to a time machine mm. and you could go back, uh, where would you go back to? What would you do? For Bobo, uh, if Bobo had the choice to go to the time machine, would I go back to uh, and murder Hitler? Or (laughs) would I go back to the birth of my child? Or... (laughs) No, I would go back to the birth to Ben Ray, Ben and Ray Stone in the hospital at the birth of their second child. Wow. Howard Allen Stone. That's what I would do. What would you do? Your thoughts? Wow. You know, that is, I mean, that would be probably Bobo at his best. And I think he could go to that. I, 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 you, you, I, I think you channel. If he could, I, 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 I think that would be, be his like, greatest. It would be the would greatest be, possible uh, thing if he could be at the birth uh, of Howard Allen Stern. Yes, yes, you're absolutely right. That's yeah. exactly what he would say. Yeah. Wow. Excellent. Good job, Blue Jay. And on wow. that thought, we listened, you listened, and we commented. Hopefully, we're back next week with more new material. Out. Thanks so much for listening. You can go to our link tree to find all of our social media links, as well as donating to support us and clicking through to contact us via email. Our link tree is L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash H-S news and comment. We'll see you next week.